Podcast. Guys, um, it's episode 30 of the Weird Podcast, so thank you very much for anyone that's listened to the podcast up until this point to enable us to get here. Um, I realise there's been no pomp or pageantry about the fact that it is the 30th episode, because <laughs> I'll be straight with you, I didn't realise it was until literally 10 seconds ago I checked up last week's podcast to see what number we were on just out of curiosity because I thought next week was going to be 30 so could have made a big fuss about it I didn't so um if any of you guys want to like you know wish me well wishes or or give me good good luck messages or or just basically thank me for what I've done over the last 30 episodes you know just tweet me or send me a message on instagram or just you know do something to show your appreciation oh obviously i'm not saying you have to you know i'm not saying that that's what's expected but i you should do it you know it would be nice to do that to sort of you know thank me for the hard work and effort that i've put into the podcast having only just realized that it's as many episodes as it is but yeah we are here it's episode 30 and once again i'm in a new venue recording i'm trying out a different uh place uh, each week until I find the right spot in this new gaff of mine. Last week, um, I recorded in my living room, which, to be honest, didn't work out all that well. Um, why is that here, you ask? Well, I'll tell you why. Because I recorded it really late at night. I was a big sleepy bear. And if any of you guys know anything about nature out there, you know the bears hibernate when they get sleepy. They go to sleep for... I don't know precisely, but I think it's like 40 years or something they sleep for. Anyway, it's a long time. So I was recording my podcast quite late in my living room on a big, soft, fluffy carpet. And guess what? No joke. Real talk. Fell asleep. Bang in the middle of the podcast. Um, you probably didn't realise that, but if you listened and you go back over it now, there is a volume spike during the episode when I'm... I don't know why, but basically talking about... It's just suggesting that people with bad fashion should be euthanized hey i know what you're thinking it's what you everybody thinks do you know what i mean it should have been said long ago hey i'm a voice of the people i say the things that people want to say if you don't have good fashion to suit your own self euthanized but it was at that point that um i i fell asleep and had to i woke up and was like oh what the hell where, where am i going i just looked and this the big mic was in my face like I had to like double take on the mic because it is quite phallic in shape and to be fair I've been woken with phallic objects in my face on several occasions before so it wasn't that out of the ordinary do you know what I mean but whenever the time came that I sort of came to and I realised that I was recording I was like yeah I've been asleep for a full 10 minutes here so I went back over the recording to the bit that it stopped and just came in again and you can actually hear that spike. So again, there's some, once again, I say behind the candelabra, it's behind the curtain, it's breaking the fourth wall. You know, it's just insider secrets, that's what I'm all about. I'm like that guy in Breaking the Magician's Code. Do you know, I, I just, I let people know what it's all about. Like podcasting isn't always in big studios, recording glamour and glitz, nah. For real, I'm recording in my garage now. Living room last week, fell asleep, didn't work in my garage now i think the sound might be quite decent it's got quite a low roof i've got myself a sofa up in this bitch i've got myself a wee side table um to set the mic on so i can just talk right into the mic which is handy and um, the wee side table is actually like something 
Um, if you can imagine, it's it's like it's like a wee table that like an old person would have in a home. Do you know what like they sit and they put their wee crosswords on their Sudoku and like they set their teeth and stuff whenever they're just getting a major chill on, like watching Countdown. That's kind of what it's like. But I'm using this innovative style of home care help as a podcast tool and you know you guys are the ones who will be able to tell me if it works or not you're the ones that listen to the podcast i don't really always listen to it back unless a i've said something i think's a little bit cheeky might get me into trouble and probably shouldn't have said or b like last week i fell asleep <clears throat> so that's what it's all about regarding point a just before i go on there um sometimes people listen to podcasts and come up to me and be like oh yo man you said something on that podcast you shouldn't have said i'm like fuck you guys i've said this before i feel like nowadays everybody is more out to be offended by stuff than they are not to be like sometimes i say silly things obviously i don't mean all the silly things i say because hey i'm trying to be funny i'm trying to be silly i'm just having a laugh i don't mean it like I don't, I was going to say I don't mean the people who don't get their own self-fashion should be gassed, but hey, I do, so I mean that thing, but what I'm saying is sometimes I will say things, like I might say, you know, for example, like, fuck cockapoodles, do you know what I mean? I might be like, yo, fuck this cockapoodle, it came up, dropped a piss on my foot, and then tried to fuck my leg, fuck all cockapoodles. Doesn't mean I legit mean that. I just, I'm saying it because to me it's funny that people might go out there and be like, yeah, David, I really fucking hate those cockapoodles. Do you know what I mean? I don't actually mean it. And hey, it is a comedy podcast. So there's going to be some of those people who want to come up at me and be like, yo, you shouldn't say this or watch what you say. And hey, you know what I say to those people? I'm sorry. I really am sorry spoof go fuck yourself i don't care it's only banter you know what i mean people need to lighten up everyone's taking everyone so seriously today trying to get offended at everything you know what i mean lighten up everyone needs to take things a bit less seriously and not think that everything is such importance behind it you know this podcast is so st- stupid it's weird do you know what i mean it's not supposed to be it's not the news do you know what i mean like if i were per- uh, like hosting the news on ITV or some shit, and I was coming up being like, hey, yo, what's Trump got to say? Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, that would be different. You know, I'd be sacked, definitely, and probably blacklisted from any kind of legitimate journalism. And as you all know, as a side um, hobby, I, I like to take journalism pretty seriously, but when I'm doing a weird podcast, I say and do what I want. Hence why last week I fell asleep and just fucking rehashed over the podcast, albeit what was said on last week's podcast was ridiculous. I listened back to it and was actually thinking to myself, how have I recorded, how have I put this out? This is the most incoherent, strange, like almost like on the verge of of losing your mind, having a mental breakdown that I've ever heard on podcast. And I've heard some pretty, pretty ridiculous podcasts in the past. But yeah, so hopefully this week I'll be back a bit more on the normal tip, you know what I'm saying? I don't know why I'm speaking like a full homie there. Back just on the normal chat of the podcast, hopefully. You know, with any luck. And um yeah, it's been a great week. You know, the week the week has been kind to me. I'm in the new house, I'm settling in well. I've got a lot of boxes emptied. Yeah, I'm spending a lot of dough, spending a lot of money on, on kitting it out. But hey, like you say, you only live once or until you get evicted by the bank 
But hey, get what you need to do. Do you know what I mean? Like the house we've been living in and trying to get a feel for it, which initially I was like, fuck, like that phrase, we need to actually live in it for a while and get a feel for it. I was like, my girlfriend, you need to get a feel for going and fucking yourself because that is the shittest way to speak I've ever heard. What way is that to get on? We need to get a feel for the house to see what you do. Not stinking, get it decorated, wash the walls, get them flipping, repainted, deck the place. Chandeliers, I want glitter, I want gold. See, see Liberace, that's what I want. I want like a Liberace come kitchen. I want there to be disco balls in the kitchen. I want there to be um, Diamante dangly curtain pieces bespoke obviously goes without saying and then in the living room i'd like there to be a stripper pole not for like strippers to come in and strip on because you know hey i don't want to get feminists on my back because you know what feminists are wanting to cut guys dicks off and eat them flat out these days they're dying for it do you know what i mean like fair enough be a feminist and support women which i do equal rights for all i believe that's just what i am brought up in a good way but you don't need to hate on guys either do you know what i mean i feel like it's it's scary now to be a white dude Everyone's coming for you. Do you know what I mean? Just chill out, get the stripper pole in so white dudes can dance around it. Black dudes can dance around it. Asian dudes can dance around it. Anyone can dance around it. You know what I mean? That's what I'm about. All inclusive. And I think that that's what the world needs to be a bit more. Take themselves a bit less seriously and just be more sound about it. Do you know what I mean? Make, live that Liberace lifestyle. And speaking of uh, women, the Eighth Amendment has been repealed I was going to say is it repelled repealed Uh, it's no longer which is great because you know what it's 2018 I always say regarding this kind of stuff um, it's something I don't want to really go into in the podcast because hey you know it's supposed to be light hearted it's supposed to be silly supposed to be weird not supposed to be some this I just think you know with certain things they should move with the times I think that it was good of the Republic to get that sorted. It was good of everyone to get behind it and support it. It's good to have it. Um, I don't think that abortion should be done just willy-nilly for the sake of it either. But I don't think that's what this was about. I haven't looked into it. It wasn't what it was about. So I think that obviously you need to have a bit of common sense with that too. But I think up here we need to sort ourselves out. We're behind the times up here in Northern Ireland. We are definitely lagging behind and we feel like we're mugging ourselves off all the time like other countries are looking at us and going what the f- what the fuck's going on and like it's our political parties the problem guys i don't want to go into politics here but i'll tell you a quick you know this is a classic i don't want to talk about it but what i'll do before i finish saying I don't want to talk about it is for sure talk about it the dup aren't helping themselves do you know what i mean they are they are flipping backwards they're almost like they're almost if, if they were like a party made up by like sasha baron cohen for banter it'd be great like if arlene foster in about like five months down the line comes out and like yo this is just a big character piece i've been performing for the past 10 years or whatever you'd be like you're the best character since dennis penis that is brilliant what you've done there you'd be like thank you very much now i'm going to do things for real but it's not true this is where my issue arises don't like DUP and Sinn Féin. Two reasons. One reason for each. DUP, they want to be British. They demand to be British. British, British, British. Stop stripping our Britishness. And then you're like, okay, we'll make your laws in line with Great Britain and the mainland. And they fuck, they lose their shit. What? Homo- homosexuals getting married? Jesus Christ. What next? They'll be able to donate bloody well blood? They'll be able to give their blood on the NHS? Oh my. S- sorry, what did you say there, Cyril? 
Hitch. Ah! And then you've, on the flip side, Sinn Féin, who insist upon calling Northern Ireland the north of Ireland when they run a country called Northern Ireland. They're in the executive of Northern Ireland. You know what I'm saying? They're getting paid by and running a country that they don't acknowledge exists. That's weird. You know what I mean? The, the, automatically, that's going to be a difficulty in taking something seriously. Do you know what I mean? Like, if someone was like to me, Dave, you are now the manager of the Peter Pan Food Society. And I'd be going, but P- Peter Pan doesn't eat real food. He just Im- he imagines it's food and then it's there. Do you know what I mean? And that's... And that's what he does. And be like, yeah, but you're 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 running that. I'd be like, right, okay. Well, I don't actually accept or acknowledge this is a thing, but I'm happy to play along to steal money from tax for sure. You know, it just doesn't make sense. And I think that my audience is a bit more tuned in to. The, con- the the modern society than maybe a lot of people that vote for those parties. That's all I'm saying. I think that um, the whole respect thing is so warped. Right now, the demand and respect of each other and none of them respect the other side in one shape or form. So what I think needs to happen, it's a quote that gets thrown around as troubles a lot, is uh, if we forget the past we're destined to repeat it something like that i think we need to put the past aside a bit and look at current issues first and foremost deal with legacy issues all you want you know do all that that stuff down the line but first make sure that we have enough nurses in our hospitals from whenever we get sick make sure there's enough doctors to perform operations and diagnose people make sure there's houses being built for those that can't afford proper housing and hey, make sure that the education system's looked at so everyone is afforded the option to get fair and quality education because that's the most important thing. Without an education, you're allowing the same bigotry and the same values and hatred to be put into people's head at a young age and bring that forward. People need to integrate the education. You need to not be afraid of the other side. That shouldn't be a thing anymore. It should all just be one and all. And, and move forward. Hey, maybe we should just have Dave Elliott running for MLA. What do you think? Would you vote for me? I would. Def, definitely not, though, because imagine the, the field day there would be on in the Sunday papers if I was, like, even running for any sort of political party. Jesus. They just literally cut a clip from last week's podcast saying I... I say people should go to the gas chambers they would take it out of context and obviously not get it for fa- uh, crimes against fashion which to be fair would be one of my policies um, and then I'd automatically be be tarred as, as this inappropriate guy yet we have people running the country who are for sure um, money laundering and definitely have been involved in t- at least attempted murder of people, but yet you can't say a wee thing in jest nowadays, otherwise it's the worst in the world. You can be a full-blown murderer and like run a country, but hey, you can't be be a little bit of a, a sass-tongued banter lord, you know what I mean? Again, side, sidetracked off the topic, but um, I've been going out walking a lot of late, 
getting the bearings in New Gaff. I live uh, now on the north coast of North Down. I don't live in the legit north coast. I've not just gone from last week living in the Gold Coast North Down to going to the north coast. I'm not like a nomadic. I'm like, nah, fuck this. I'll give it, I'll give it six days and then I will move to the north coast. And if I don't like that, I'll go to... Enniskillen, <laughs> OJ would never go to Enniskillen. I see hit the place, but I'm on, I'm on, I'm in North Down. I'm on the Gold Coast, and it's great. I've got the seaside to walk around. I've got Bangor, Ballyhome, Grimsport, Donaghadee. You know, I've big long legs. They can stride and walk, but like I'm like Finn McCool. You know, Finn McCool as fuck. That's me. I could be all those places, but it's nice to get out and get walking around. You get to see some sights, get to meet the clientele, see what sort of people live in this area and there's been this thing that I've seen that I've, I've actually noticed it for a while and it's baffled me and I've wanted to like raise this issue with people because I'm sure some of you guys do this and I'm sure some of you guys will be on my side of it and be like what's going on here big headphones I don't get it what's the deal with big over the top headphones for like personal music listening do you know what I mean like have we not gone the opposite way whereby you want to have like these small earbud headphones where you can just hear the sweetest most crisp music you know what I mean like you don't need these big beats or these big like Bose headphones do you know what I mean it just they said like to me that's just a red flag to a burgling bull. Do you know what I mean? Like, why are people not just running, stroking the headsets and doing what all steaks do whenever they take something off you? Go run by and go stroke. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what's going. They should just be running past going, oh, red beats, mate. Yeah, stroked. And away they go. But that's that's just confusing. Like, to me, those headphones are only needed if you're a DJ. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was walking down the street and see this guy walking towards me. I'm looking at him going, your hair's short. You're not David Guetta. You got closer and I looked at him. He's a bit older. I'm like, are you Paul Oakenfold, man? And it wasn't Paul Oakenfold. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't Carl Cox. He looked like a cock, but it wasn't Carl Cox. Maybe it was Carl Cox. Like Cox as in C-O-C-K-S. Not Carl Cox as in Carl C-O-X. Do you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Like plural of cock because he's such a cock because he's got these massive headphones on probably just plugged into an iPhone do you know what I mean and it's a big plug port too like it's for decks and mixing I think they shouldn't be wearing those just for regular usage and especially in the gym like these big overhead headphones in the gym like so other people can hear your music now keep that private I don't listen to you listening to Dexy's Midnight Runners or Kasha Goo do you know? I want to listen to my own music that I listen to. Shaggy. That's what I want to listen to when I'm pumping my weights. Just listen to, you know, Shaggy. Just telling me that it wasn't him. You know, he should have literally been a lawyer, that guy. Because in his song, For Real, his woman caught him. Like, not even like, I've heard, she wasn't even like, Shaggy, I've heard you've been having an affair with somebody I've heard it by word of mouth she literally walked in on him caught him buck naked not even just on 
the bathroom, banging on the bathroom, like full, like in the act of sh- of banging on the bathroom floor. Like banging means in and out, bang bang. Like he he was lit. She literally would have seen that happening quite on front of her eyes, and Shaggy still turned around and was like, "It wasn't me." Do you mean? But I caught you on the counter. It wasn't me. I saw you banging on the sofa. <laughs> it wasn't me. I even had her in the shower. It wasn't me. She even caught me on camera. Wasn't me. So not only did she see it, she videoed it so she can leave and go back over the footage again and go, just in case that um, shiny pain wasn't actually attached to you, Shaggy, um, it was for sure. I've gone back over it. I've used VAR. I've got the assistant referee to advise me that that is indeed your penis and you are having sex with Shaggy. But he's like, it wasn't me. Do you know? That's how he gets off of this shit. Wasn't me. <laughs> that's the most ridiculous song of all time and it's also ridiculous the term banging that's so 90s oh what'd you get up to last night man ah uh, you know I was, out, I was out with my new girlfriend oh cool how many dates is this oh fourth date oh did you do anything good afterwards yeah we banged for a bit never say that that's the worst phrase in the world oh did a bit of banging last night bang bang see if you bang you need to meet with the fashion violators and you need to hop in the oven <laughs> crank up the gas crank it up that's what you need to do turn it up a level got <laughs> whoa once again this i need to stop threatening this gas man shit i'm literally sitting in a room and did see a tin of color gas a container of color gas because i'm in the garage and this is where my barbecue lives and maybe that's what put it in my head for anyone's going to complain to me yeah also fuck yourself but yeah, I, I saw the gas it put it in my head it is what it is sauce um yeah we're fully in full flow tonight guys it's been a nice uh, podcast. I want to just say um, I appreciate everyone that's been listening to the podcast over the last while. Um, you have really been helping. The numbers getting a bit better. I feel like the more questions I get in for the podcast, the better the podcast gets. So once again, it takes like, what, 10 seconds of your day? Maybe Probably more. That's definitely an exaggeration. But about a minute, Max. Go on your iTunes Type in Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast and give me a five-star rating. And if you write me a weird review, I'll read it in the podcast. And I used to love doing these when I first started doing the podcast, reading legit feedback, but also funny bits and bobs that people were, were enjoying about the show. Do that. You know, subscribe on SoundCloud. Whenever I put the, the podcast out on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, wherever, just give it a share. Give it a retweet. You know, liking it's fine. Liking it's good. I appreciate you like it. But a retweet's a wee bit better. Do you know what I mean? Just go for it. And that's all I'm asking, guys. And yeah. I can I can sort of hear my uh daughter in the background here. Now this is one of the downsides of not exactly having a soundproof studio. Um that you can't sort of hear the noises. I sort of thought at this time of night, being twenty to eight, maybe Maybe she'd be in bed. Nah, does what she wants. Um, so what I'm going to go and do is just go and take her outside and put her in like my garden toolbox to keep her quiet. You know, it's not like a toolbox. I'm not a total animal. You know, there is space. It's not where I keep like hammers and, and chisels. Why I've got a chisel. Or screwdrivers. It's where I keep like, you know, my rake, my garden brush, my hoe, playa, 
you know that's what I keep out there so I'll be back in a tick and I'll just go and try and make sure she is silenced I'll make sure she's silenced once and for all right so we had a bit of negotiation there um, I said Holly look I'm trying to do a podcast here um, I have a loyal fan base who listen to the show every week and don't want to listen to your punk ass jabroni gurning mouth so option A is you STFU which is shut the fuck up or option B is you go in the toolbox and she says she's going to shut up so I have to give her the benefit of the doubt at this stage <clears throat> and hope that she actually means what she has said and isn't just a wee lamb bitch because she's been mugging me off all day if I'm honest I um, I took her away because I'm a great guy it's bank holiday I took her away to Mount Stewart today which is like an old house national trust thing and there was again this was not me knowing about this thing there's like a whatsapp group with like other halves my mates and their other or my mates other halves and they just basically plan shit for us to do that they think would be nice but really you'd much rather just you know be at home chilling so this particular thing was a good there is a jazz event at Mount Stewart which is the most middle class pricky thing you could imagine like what have I become what have what <clears throat> what have I become my sweetest friend everyone I know goes away in the end that was my Johnny Cash but yeah um, went to this thing like jazz in the park at Mount Stewart, which was, in theory, a nice idea. You go, you bring your picnic, you hang out with your friends and family, bring the kids, whatever. Um, so I went up there, a couple of my friends, they brought their kids, some of them brought dogs, brought picnics, that was nice. But obviously, for me, it was so friggin' shit, because as you guys know, especially Carla Tonioni's mugged me off about the physique guy lifestyle, you know, only thing, as, as they say in the film, don't hate us because you ain't us, you know what I mean? Don't hate the physique guy because you ain't a physique guy. Do you know what I mean? Respect it. And if any of you are playing the Dave L.A. Weir podcast drinking game where I say physique guy, physique guy, physique guy, physique guy, physique guy, physique guy, get a fucking India, get hammered, get your stomach pumped up the hoods. But yeah, because I'm on a diet, I said I started it last week. I'm one week into it. It's so shit. I don't like it. Last night was the worst night ever. Champions League final. I would have liked to have been on the beers, had some burgers or something on a barbecue. You know what I had? salmon asparagus rice and a big bottle of water i had a black coffee afterwards because i'm a bit of a rebel but that's what i had what i had what i had and, I had, and, and it was shit but it's a week down and it feels good so today's uh, picnic there were people drinking prosecco obviously because it seems to be a thing to do now even when it tastes like piss and um, a few mates on the beer and there was me drinking water eating a green superfood salad with two pre-prepared chicken breasts while they're having like quiche and burgers and pasta and coleslaw and like they had french fancies obviously of course they did the cake and i had a wee fruit bowl from marks and spencer's so it was kind of nice um but it was a struggle 
But I do feel as though I'm looking much better. I haven't weighed myself. I'm not weighing myself until the end of the four weeks of this diet. So there's literally no cheat days, no nothing. Just I'm following the strict diet. Um, and I'm week one down. I've another three weeks to go. And I'm really hoping to see good changes. Because this is like, I've been doing this program, like training with a personal trainer for six weeks. Plus the first week of this new routine. So seven weeks I've been doing personal training. Dieted my own way the first six. And now I'm on a strict diet for four weeks to try and do a big cut. And then I'm going to, apparently, this is all his lingo, do a maintaining diet for a few weeks. So I can kind of like eat what I want again. But I have to be under a certain amount of calories. So hopefully it's working. I feel fitter. I feel healthier. I feel better. And hopefully... By the end of it, it's this is the first time I've ever done training where I actually have a long-term goal in mind. Normally, it's just, you know, you want to get a big two-pack or something on so you can wear your Speedo at the beach. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now I'm like, I'm a dad now. I've got the baby and shit. I want to live longer. I want to be more active. I want to just be healthier and, and essentially be able to be a better dad you know what I mean it's not this is the first time I've been training and it's not been about me wanting to look a certain way like I have this I love looking big and strong like I like big muscles like I like big muscles on a guy I'm sorry it's what I like you know I like to I like to be big and strong myself but now I want to be more functional and my training's changed my diet's changed and this the next three weeks will be shit but hey, this is what it's about, being a physique guy. Do you know what I'm saying? Another shot, take it in. So, if it's boring and you don't want to listen to it, you know, just tune off for that wee bit. Fast forward, like, five minutes, and then there we go. But um, I'll hopefully be keeping you up to date. And then by the end, when I'm finished, whatever the program is, I will post my before and after pics, probably during pictures as well. Um, they are upper body and lower body in in uh in shorts like i'm not you know i was going to just do lower body just no trousers nothing just to see you know if anything changed down there over the course but i think because it's i'm actually training i should include the upper body so i put those before and after picks up and hopefully along the line some people might be like hey if this big fat lazy piece of shit can turn his life around and get healthy and look good i can do it too so forever anyone out there, Carla Tonioni, you know, or Lucy, who gave me some jip about the physique guy said about the drinking game. See come the end when I'm standing like Frank Zane posing all up in your grills, then you just can apologise and bow to the feet of the physique guy. But there are some physique guys out there themselves who are getting on it, getting behind it and become physique guys themselves. And I want to hear about it. I want you to tell me what you're up to and let's get this... Uh, movement going because hey over the next three weeks i'm going to be a hungry grumpy angry sexy no doubt guy so i feel like if anyone else is going through that sort of stuff i'd be keen to hear about it too because i feel like everyone's just doing whatever they want eating what they like and i'm in a shitty diet like next friday i think i'm going to see michael mcintyre let's be be honest Initially, in the first place, I said I didn't want to go because I don't really like Mac Michael McIntyre that much. He's not my cup of tea, really. But then, obviously, I do comedy. My mates were like, oh, he'll go and see a comedian. Mm. Not realising I watch comedy all the time. 
So like, do you want to go to Michael McIntyre? I said, nah, I can't for some reason. Made up a lie, obviously. And then as the time went by, one of the guys pulled out and he's like, oh, do you want to go see Michael McIntyre? I thought, sweet, get free tickets, may as well be a night out. Got to pay for them, they've been absolutely mugged there. But I'm going to see him and I'm looking forward to it now. But they're going to all go for pints and they're probably all going to have like dinner and stuff beforehand. And I'll be sitting there like a fucking weirdo eating almonds and drinking water. Like I, I used to hate those people before. Like people go to cinema and bring their own food no way you go to cinema you get a pick a mix and a large coke where you can get fucked but now if i go to cinema i'm eating a handful of almonds or drinking water i hope there's room in that gas chamber for me because i deserve it at the minute unless i get great results at the end of this and i've changed my life i'll not be happy but anyway moving on we've nattered enough so far so we'll be on to my favorite part of the show listeners questions that was actually pretty decent as a wee uh, tune now nah, shit wasn't it um right where are we at here listeners questions glenn Lindsay. hi glenn how are you doing my man hello papa in the gym here and just wondering what are the best exercises for the physique guy literally just pinned that topic people are probably like oh no he's going back again well the best exercise for the physique guy, this physique guy, is back stabilizing band pull aparts um, with like these big rubber band things to stabilize the upper muscles in your back, the rhomboids, the traps, the latissimus dorsi, the what are these babies? The rear delts. You know, that's what the band pull aparts do. Because I'm trying to strengthen that part of the back. Because at the end of the year, I want to be able to do wide arm pull ups. That's one of my goals. So, yeah, anything that strengthens the back. And I would definitely advise you get yourself a, a resistance band and just really work on back stabilizing and like general uh, core and posture. Because with good posture, you can do anything, my man. Do you know what I mean? No one's changed the world with a hunch. You know what I mean? Apart from Quasimodo, who's a legend. But bar him, you imagine if Quasimodo got resistance bands and sorted that hunchback out by doing some band pull-aparts. You know, he would have for sure slayed Esmeralda. They'd have got married, had kids. You know, they probably would have had to use resistance bands too because it was wee hump and all. Um, now to the rest of the questions. My internet's being slow AF in this garage. I've like literally cut off the rest of the world right let's go and see um chris barr the hero hey dave hope you're enjoying this great weather and having a better day than this guy is who got conned by two fake spacemen and as per chris has sent me a really weird story um from sky news it says men in fake spacesuits arrested over nasa scam a businessman is swindled out of 156 grand by the duo and what police say they wore expensive watches and drove luxury cars. Two men in homemade spacesuits who claimed they had a deal with NASA and could generate electricity from thunderbolts have been arrested for allegedly defrauding a businessman. That's brilliant. Imagine knocking your door. Uh, mate, you looking some electric? Uh, nah, I don't want a wind turbine out my back or anything. Uh, don't worry about that, mate. We, we uh, catch thunder bolts the thunder not just rattle it's not lightning bolts not we catch thunderbolts mate and that's what we mm. indian police tweeted a picture of the father and son duo wearing crinkly silver material and floppy topped helmets after a businessman complained that he had been duped out of 156 grand 
Verinder Moenbrar and Nitin Moenbrar claimed they'd be able to sell a device called the Rice Puller to NASA once it was ready. <laughs> These guys are, are brilliant. What's the name of your machine? Uh, a Rice Puller? Okay, well, I want... There's all my money. Police said they recovered what the accused described as copper plates, anti-radiation suits and anti-radiation chemical stickers. The Indian, the Indian Express reported a laptop printer, foreign checkbooks, fake ID and an Audi card were also confiscated. They were confident and spoke in fluent English, police said, and wore branded clothes and expensive watches and travelled in luxury cars with two armed security guards. It's believed the pair duped at least 30 people from Delhi. They, for real, these suits. They look like they've been made on that art show art attack. They look like Neil has come along and been like, Mace, do you want me to make a fucking art attack? Of, there you go, that's an art attack, Mace. What I've done there was just use uh, tinfoil, some PVA glue, some uh, fur from a cat next door, uh, so a bit of rubber from your dad's uh, wee gimp suit he had in his wardrobe, and uh, just a bit of my own spit. And that's me suit. And that's what it looks like, it's just the shit. Homemade suit, yeah, this dude was duped out of dough. Um, but it's okay, though. Uh, as you read on in the story, they turns out they'd hired actors as the, as the bouncers. And, you know, it wasn't just NASA that they were saying that they were part of and duping people. An official said that the pair had also been arrested after selling some snakes, claiming that they were rare and had medicinal properties. You know what? These two guys should just come out and be like, yo, what we're doing is we're... We're just filming our own wee prank TV show what we're doing for, like, YouTube. <laughs> it's really funny. You know, because, hey, we're astronauts and, you know, I'm selling these snakes that are just clearly just picked up from the street. These two guys are headers and should, um, for sure, get their domes checked uh, in the Indian equivalent of Knock Bracken Health Centre. <clears throat> But what Chris wants to know is, will you be watching the final on Saturday? And what do you predict the score will be? Praying my boys can pull it off. Well, Chris, um, as we all know, I have the benefit of hands hindsight here. I recorded the podcast. This is now Sunday, um, and I watched. I did watch the game. I I honestly thought Liverpool were going to win. I thought the score would be three one, but to Liverpool. Why was that? Because I think Liverpool were going to just come out the blocks like they did against Man City and Real Madrid have been lucky so far. I think they actually got pretty lucky to even get to the final. And I just thought that they'd been shit in the league and stuff and that maybe this was Liverpool's year. But alas, it wasn't to be. And yeah, I don't know what the fuck Carius was at. That was like... I did tweet about it. Like, I feel sorry for Liverpool fans because in my head, I am watching that as an Arsenal fan who has seen some of the worst showings in history and just been so disappointed at how we have fucked things up by just stupid mistakes. And that was just... Like, Gareth Bale's second, first goal was the best goal that's ever been scored, without a doubt, in the Champions League final. Probably Champions League. It was a glorious goal, an absolute worldie. But the first... Like, what was Gareth... Like, Liverpool deserved to lose that Champions League final because they didn't play well and those two mistakes. Like, Karius has been proven before as being a dodgy keeper. Mignolet's a dodgy keeper. You don't win Champions Leagues with dodgy keepers. Do you know what I mean? Liverpool have already fluked it once before with a dodgy player in Jimmy Traore. But 
that was unbelievable and I think everyone's all jumping up being like oh get off Karius's back you know don't don't make him all depressed he knows he made a mistake blah 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 yeah people paid major money to go to that final like people who can't afford probably to travel to Kiev have traveled to Kiev to watch that and that guy literally threw a ball in off somebody in his own net then if he had kept his arms down for that bail shot and just let it hit his face it wouldn't have gone in like his job as a goalkeeper and that was just terrible he probably knows it's terrible but if I was Jurgen Klopp and I wanted to move there and pull forward I'd just say you know what Karius you're not good enough mate you're done out the door skedaddle see ya and sorry again to anyone listening to the podcast who doesn't like football or want to listen to that but I just think that's the worst the worst thing I've ever seen Um. Matty Carlton has not said a question, but probably too late to say sorry about the ostrich video. Yeah, um, that that was a disturbing sight. Big, big ostrich dick. And also physique guy, physique guy. Um, Jimmy Clements. Oh, yes. Jimmy Clements has sent me a beautiful photograph of... I'm assuming it's his house. Um, he sent me this picture of, like, it's like a, a dining room come living area. Which is like split into two. It's not, as I've said before, a dining room and a cum living area. But it is quite cum because he's got some sweet flowers in there. Some lilies they look like. And a very nice chair. But the question is, it may not be bespoke. But you could say that our style is singular. I want to know what the physique guy slash interior design sass master thinks of setup. I'll be straight with you, Jamie. I think it's very nice. It's sleek. It's simple. It's stylish. The chairs are very nice. I want to know where you got those chairs, in fact, because I'm looking chairs to go with my bespoke piece that's coming my way in the next, like, fucking 12, 14 weeks or whatever. But, no, I like I like the setup. Very sleek, very stylish, very clean-looking. Uh, he's got a nice green sofa there. It's not a garish green. It's a uh, quite a nice sort of bright green. It's, it's, it's fresh. He's got the nice... Uh, it looks like... I need to get into this picture. It looks like he's got nice checkered cushions always good nice wee table there in the middle for drinks a picture of queen's university fair play to you and uh, a nice chair yeah jamie it's a good setup everyone knows that i know about interior design and making things look beautiful i'm actually heading out tomorrow to get some gear from emporium which is like an antiques type collecting place on the flipping on the road to titanic on airport road tomorrow to try and get some pretty unique pieces they're not bespoke they're not commissioned but they're pretty unique but yeah i'd be really happy with that mate if that's a new house you've moved into you're doing very well there and it looks really nice um dylan o'neill has asked um since it's a weird podcast are you going to talk about shane grooming we footballer boys with perry perry chicken yeah i want to bring this up if um you didn't listen to the boy Town podcast this week and uh, shane said that i was really weird for going to the last royal wedding which William and Kate now I wasn't invited I didn't just go I was in London for a different reason I was over to watch a football match just so happened the royal wedding was the day after a football match when I was still there so obviously you're going to go down and check it out you're going to go on the drink you're going to have a bit of crack and you're going to just like be part of history I went down and did that to me I thought it was pretty normal Shane thought this was the weirdest thing ever yet he can when he's in London, try and like obviously go on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and like look up young Northern Irish footballers who, um, live out there, and just just try and essentially lure them to Nando's. And he thought this was totally, 
totally normal behavior, but I was like, nah, this is a bit, um, a bit weird. Do you know what I mean? Like, Shane is, although he looks like, although, like, we're like a year apart in age, Shane and I, although we look like 40 years, I admit it, I look like I'm 62 and he looks like he's 12. But we are actually close in, in age. But he, um, when he went to London for a gig, had got in touch with Paul Smith, um, QPR player who plays for Northern Ireland, who's like 19 at the time. I think he's like 20 or whatever now. I was like, yo, do you want to hang out? Which is weird when you're like a 30-year-old guy trying to hang out with a 19-year-old. I think that's a bit more weird than going to the Royal Wedding. You know, just saying. But um, I'd like to hope that this is the first and only time Shane is actually actively groomed kids. But cheers for bringing that up, Dylan. I just wanted to... Uh, Say that I thought it was it was weird that he he did that you know he he I he just does this thing where he just thinks he's friends with everyone that's from Northern Ireland. Fair play to him, he probably becomes friends with them after initially. But if you had just been like, no, go away, you weird pedo guy, like that would be the end of it. You know, I mean, if Paul Smith had been like, Shane, I, I don't want to hang out with you because you're like a weirder old guy who wants to like grim me by buying me chicken. I'm all right. I'll just chill out. Do you know what I mean? But going to Royal Wedding was a fun day, and I absolutely bangled at the end of it, but it was great. Davy Witt um, has said to me, is it possible to be a guy and also not be interested in football, asking for a friend? Yeah. I think if you don't like football, you don't like football. Do you know what I mean? That's what's one of those things. I'm a guy, and I'm not really into cars. You know what I mean? You get these guys that are petrol heads. I call them nerd version weirdos, but they are what they are you know what I mean they're in the cars I'm not you know they say that like if you drive like these big cars you know it's it's basically you know making up for where you're lacking elsewhere so you know what I mean if you have a big car you have essentially a small dick you know what I mean so and all I'm saying on that front is I drive an Igo so you know you know what I'm trying to say Driving, I do have a small deck, but a driving I go, you know, that's yeah, I realize it doesn't actually work, but yes, you can definitely be a man if you don't like football. Um, but see, if you are one of those guys, you can just not like football, you don't have to hate on people that do, you know what I'm saying? Like, there are people out there that don't like football, fair play to them, you don't have to, but then they're like, oh, football, so shit, no, blah blah. Just just be nicer to people, you know, everybody, just be nicer to people. This isn't directly to you, Davey. You're a nice guy, I'm not just saying be nicer to people, but just generally, you know, if people will have different views to yourself, just embrace it. Yeah, for sure, call them a wanker behind their back, whatever, but to their face, be sound. Chris Henning, the, my man, has said, what about you, Dave? How's she cutting? Oh, whoa, I don't speak culture, man. I don't know what that means. My question this week is a simple one. If you had a, had a choice of being able to quit the 9 to 5 and be a full-time physique guy, comedian, influencer, but had to either choose one arm or one leg, would you? That's actually a really hard one. Um, I am fortunate enough to be able to get a wee bit of do-re-me from the comedy at the minute. Um, it's, it's pleasant. It's decent. The only thing is I have a big mortgage of a child now you know the bills though like getting the things you know to i think i could probably get where i need to get to soon enough without having to remove an arm or leg i, I think now i would probably not sacrifice an arm or leg to do it 
because I think that there are other ways around doing it. You know, it's like making a deal with the devil, Chris. You know, obviously I have to go to someone like, can you just cut my leg off? Like, see if I was really, really shit and not one bit funny and was like, here, I can make it as a comedian. I'd be like, yeah, cut my leg off. But yeah, man, I think I'm a pretty decent guy, pretty funny guy. You know what I mean? I'm doing all right. I'm selling cut tickets to shows and people seem to be liking what I'm doing I don't know what's wrong with these guys heads but fair play to them they come and see me and I'm enjoying doing it so um, the answer is no I don't think I would cut my arm or my leg off at this stage and um, maybe if you asked me like a couple of years ago would have probably but um, my, my plan is to quit the 9 to 5 soon enough anyway and hopefully the cogs are emotions to do that um, but again you need you need that you need that monthly wage to pay the mortgage, first and foremost. And with gigs, you get some months where you gig flat out and you paid these. Then some months the gigs are few and far between. It's just the nature of gigging in Northern Ireland. On that note, I might be maybe starting up a gig myself in the next couple of months. But again, it's all very early stages. More of that to come straight to you guys whenever I hear about it. But in the meantime, um, that's enough for this week's weird podcast. I've gone on again. I've... Every week I'm like, I'll do half an hour. I've nattered now for flipping 50 minutes. So um, in closing, just once again, thanks for listening to the podcast. It'd be so legendary if you were to rate it and review it on iTunes. Try and get it up the charts. Same as SoundCloud. Even if you don't go on SoundCloud, just subscribe to my wee channel. And then if you see stuff on social media, get involved with me. You know, send me weird stories. Give me questions. Retweet the podcast. Tell someone about it. You know, if there's guests you want to have in the podcast, I have a few decent guests in the pipeline I've talked about getting on that could be lined up. If there's people you want to see on the podcast, let me know who they are. Get involved. The more you get involved, the better the podcast gets. And I feel like we're on the right track here, guys. It's episode 30. In the next 30 episodes, we're going to make this something something else. Ultimately weird, but something else. Until next week, guys. That's that. End of. Nice.